0: I'm Ashley McClellan, Editor of New Orleans Magazine.
1: And I'm Kelly Masco, Digital Editor of New Orleans Magazine.
0: Welcome to Beyond the Music, our weekly look into the people that help make Jazz Fest possible. Each episode will highlight a different aspect of the fest, from music to art to behind the scenes and more. Also each week, we will highlight our food pick of the week.
1: Ashley, what's your second pick this week? I'm going to have to go
0: with something a little refreshing, especially for those hot days. I'm going to go with the rose mint tea. It's so refreshing. It cools you off and it gets you ready to go on to the next stage. What's your pick this week?
1: My pick is the crawfish enchilada. I I love a crawfish and you know, any way it really comes And the crawfish enchilada just kind of spices up your day.
0: Okay. Now I'm getting hungry. That sounds so
1: good. We want to know your top picks, so like, subscribe, and follow along with us each week. Share your favorites. Nan Peretti is the Artistic Director for the New Orleans Jazz and Heritage Festival. For decades, however, she might be most well known as the official sign maker for the artists at each of the festival stages, as well as other signs throughout the grounds. We ask Nan how she began making her signature mark and how thousands of signs and designs make it to the festival each year. Take it away, Ashley. Well, Nan, thanks again for joining us today.
0: We're so excited to chat with you about Jazz Fest. And let's just jump right in there. I want to know more about how did you first get involved with Jazz Fest? And what was that like?
2: <laughs> this is a great story for all young people in the world. Great. Back in 1983, I was working at Whole Food Company, which was probably before your time. It's the forerunner to Whole Foods Market, and on Esplanade Avenue. Yes. I got, I got hired as to work in the produce department, so oh, you awesome. know, stack broccoli and oh. cabbage and all that stuff. I was really bad at that job. Really, really. I love how. <laughs> But working, uh, uh-uh. uh, I was, you know, whatever age I was, very young, and so I got fired, and then I said, okay, wait, 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 but I know you need somebody in the cheese department. I'm really good at, at talking to people, so hire me in cheese. Yes, boy so said, who was the owner said, okay, I'll give you one more chance. You can work in the cheese department, and then I got fired from that two weeks <laughs> later for really being had a that, and then. The day I was getting fired the second time, the sign writer quit. And I said, that's my real job. I promise you, I can really write signs. I know I can. And he said, this is your last chance. Because he really needed a sign writer. And my dad was a graphic designer. I grew up writing signs. So I said, that's my real job. I promise. So I got hired as the sign writer for Whole Foods Company. Whole Foods Company. Whole Food Company. With no S in those days. Yes. And uh, and then two weeks later, he made me head of advertising. <laughs> which oh my was gosh. No, it was really great. Or two, maybe it was two months later, but it wasn't a whole long time. But great. all of a sudden, he recognized, "Oh, you really do know this." So it's a sign writer doing advertising, and then that was two. That was in 1983. In 1985, the Jazz Fest needed signs. They never had a, a, one official sign writer, and so they needed signs for the stages. And came over and asked if I could write the names of all the bands, and so I did. That was 1985. And then the next year, they said, "Can you also make other signs?" And I said, "Sure." And so that's how the whole thing turned into where it is today. Oh my
0: gosh, that's an amazing story. So you, if you just keep keep trying, don't give up.
2: Don't give up, you youngins. Keep on going.
0: <laughs> I love it. Now that I, I'm going to call it a font, but it's really a calligraphy style that you created. Right. There's two of them. There's
2: one that, that goes on the stage signs, the right. cursive. And then there's another one that tells people don't go here, do go there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Both of uh-huh. And what inspired that look? It's very
0: like when, you know, you see it, you know exactly what that is. And so <laughs> I think that's so important to have that identity. And you, you the fact that you created something that is now a legacy forever connected to Jazz Fest is amazing to me.
2: Well, thank you, and that's another thing to young people: keep on going. Thirty-eight years in, it'll be worth something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, and it just came from from. I mean, I already actually kind of had designed those fonts before, but they really got honed working with Jazz Fest. They had to be something I could do quickly um, and you know immediately, and also look happy. In fact, the one that not the cursive one, but the other one, I call it fun times Roman. <laughs> nice. I love it. Yeah, yes,
0: and they are fun. They're very light, but easy to read from far away. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. exactly. Um, and so you said it, it you developed it because it had to be quick. How- and, and-, mm-hmm. okay. and so how far, like, I know we've got Jazz Fest coming up in about a month. Are uh-huh. you already started working on those signs now?
2: Yes. Yes. Right. Well, I, every year I handwrite over 3000 signs for the oh festival for Jazz Fest. And then we have other festivals going on too that Uh I'm also working on signs for as well. So there's a lot going on. So yes, I have already started. Um, I, back in the early days, so after I started writing the signs, then eventually I also became head of the art department. Mm -hmm. And then Katrina hit, as we all recall in 2005, I happened to be at that time in Massachusetts doing a festival up there when Katrina hit New Orleans and took out my house and everything in it. And all of a sudden I had no place to live and I ended up, Buying in Massachusetts, they don't have so many hurricanes up there, not Not inland, right? So I ended up buying in Massachusetts, and so I live both there part of the year and then here part of the year. And when I ended up staying up there, the guy who was kind of my second in command in the art department, we switched places since he was here, I was there, and but he retired, so then he was head of the art department. For the last however many years it's been since Katrina. And uh, then he retired last year, which is last year. So now I'm head of the art department again. So I'm not just doing the signs, but I mean, I have also been designing all these years, but now I'm running the whole department, not just designing, not just making signs. There's a lot going on, but I love it. I wouldn't have my life any other way. I love being busy.
0: I mean, it's an amazing life that no one else does. I mean, it's yeah. like made a niche for yourself. And I love that so much. That's such a New Orleans story is that you kind of find your way and you kind of happen into the thing that's meant for you.
2: Absolutely. And I certainly wasn't looking to do all that, but it just did work. And it has been an amazing life because of it, you know, working. So, you know, George Ween, of course, developed or he, he started the, the Newport Jazz and Folk Festivals as well as the Jazz Fest here in New Orleans and so I also do the science for Newport and then other festivals have hired me throughout the year so my summer or my in my my serious year starts um, like in you know March April starting making signs for all the festivals around here and then I travel to different festivals around the country throughout the summer and the fall it's a great life it's a really really good life
0: and you get to attend all the festivals as well
2: Yeah, I never have
0: time to, but if I- I was about to say- Go somebody, somebody I can. (laughs) And I'm sure, you know, you talked about how you tailored that font for Jazz Fest. So the other festivals, I'm sure they have a different feel because I mean, this is New Orleans and that's Newport. I'm sure they have a different- Kind I of
2: basically use the same fonts for when I'm doing signs. They work really, really well. Oh, I've trademarked them so that they're mine. And so I work, but I, I use them for other festivals as well.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. And I know during COVID, when nothing was happening, you kind of forged your own path yet again and started doing-
2: a yeah. miracle, How an absolute miracle. I, I posted on Facebook, hey, if anybody, you know, we don't have any things going on, if anybody needs a sign, and people really, really responded to that. Also, a great thing was WWOZ, they, because, you know, of course, they're, they work with the Jazz Fest, and they asked, they were going to, they were doing their first festing in place, and asked if I would make signs for that, so I did that. And they also, then we started doing fundraisers for OZ where people buy a sign and then a percentage of every sign goes to OZ. So that's also, and then we also did the music uh, foundation, you know, we did that with them as well. And that's been really fun to be able to support other people as well as myself during this whole time. It's been amazing. Absolutely. And do you still do sort of more custom
0: signage or small, like if there's a, if a WWOZ comes to you and they're like, we have a thing coming up. Oh, sure. will do that. Okay.
2: I do that I also still make signs that that other thing the the my covid gig yeah, has continued on, and so I make signs for weddings and other people's events, and just anything that people are looking for. I don't cuss on them, and I don't have <laughs> political signs, and I don't do anything that's going to make fun of anybody else, and I don't copy anybody else's work. So I always make sure people know that um, that's important, not just to me, but also because the signs are so closely related to Jazz Fest. I don't want to do anything that's going to make Jazz Fest look bad either, of course.
0: Yeah, so. and what a keepsake! I mean, I I would love for any occasion to have one of your signs be something that you can have at the event and then you get to keep it and have it yeah, forever. Yeah. Well,
2: let me know where to send it and I, I can send you one.
0: <laughs> so as you've been involved with all these years with Jazz Fest, uh, you know, what are some, do you have any funny memories or some favorite moments from Jazz Fest that's kind of stand out for you? I know that's kind of a hard question. But...
2: <laughs> that's the kind of thing that I have to call you back on. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like, what's your favorite? What's your favorite?
0: song people ask that and you're like I can't answer that what do you mean what mood am I in what day is it what's going on
2: exactly just being involved with this for all these years has been you know uh, back in the day before it was when it was it was kind of smaller I remember one day sitting on a picnic table making signs and Joan Baez came and sat over and and watched me make signs and it was very cool because I heard everybody of course who recognized her came over and said oh my gosh you're you're Joan Baez and talked to her this is probably back in the 80s i'd say in the 1980s and so she was so gracious to everybody so I was sitting, i'm just sitting there making signs and i'm listening to her and i realized every single person who walked up and said wow i'm a musician now because of you she was so gracious too and i learned so much about about just the world of being a gracious person, listening to Joan Baez tell people, every person walked away thinking, wow, I'm the only person she's ever said that to, because she was so genuine and so nice and so kind to everybody. So, I mean, that's just one memory. Of course, there's every year, there's a million memories of of all of this. But that was one thing that had always stuck out to me because it became a life lesson listening to her talk to people. But, um, you know, working with Quentin Davis, every day is a fabulous world mm-hmm. every day we you know not only have have we done the jazz fest but of course you know working on Newport all those years too and also um Quint for a long time has done other festivals around the country that I've worked with when I've loved all of those we did two presidential inaugurations for Bill Clinton oh wow so got to work in Washington DC on the presidential wow. inaugurations twice and other other festivals it's just been amazing you want to get to know Quint Davis because he is the man <laughs> And I truly, truly, and I I mean this, I owe so much in my life, so much gratitude to Quint and what he's brought to my life every, every day, every day, just about is something that happens that again, makes me think, thank you so much, Quint Davis. Mm -hmm.
0: That's amazing. These are great uh, life lessons that you kind of like, once again, we keep coming back to that, you know, good advice for, you know, sticking with your dreams and, you know, kind of being flexible and. Right. rolling with things. And that's
2: such Absolutely. a great. Yeah. yeah. Learning, learning to roll with things is a, a tremendous one too. In every festival, there's always some big thing that's going to happen. You know, all of a sudden some performer, I mean, that's part of not so much in my world, but a performer for some reason gets sick and can't show up. And then everybody has to re refocus everything on making this work. And I think it's part of, I love the fact that it has also taught me, how to, how to respond quickly, how not to freak out, how not, you know, it was a great in the world of anxiety. Nope. We're going to make this work. The worlds of, of control. Yes, we can kind of thing. We can right. make this work. And I love too, the the life lessons I've learned just from that as well. Yeah.
0: How do you stay healthy? I imagine you're, you must be, I mean, I, writing all those, you make, you said three, three, more than 3000. Thousand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you like your hand must when I write something, my hand cramps, because I'm (laughs)
2: not used
0: to it. How do you stay healthy?
2: I don't know. I just do. I just do. I asked, this is very funny. I have a a goddaughter who's 16. And I asked her just yesterday, I said, do you see me as old? Because I'm just curious. Do you see me as old? And she said, no, because you stay active. I don't see you as old. And I thought, okay, I did it. <laughs> That's all you can ask for, right? I thought, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think that writing signs would be an active job, but it actually is because I'm I picking know. up big boards and I'm moving them around and I'm carrying stuff. And 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 then just all the movement of the arm, all of that, it keeps me healthy.
0: Yeah. You can't like be sloppy about it and drag your hand mm-hmm. along the sign. You have to really be intentional.
2: I actually have, this is a true story. One time I did fall asleep. While I was making a sign, oh, no. very Fest, and I woke up and I had not messed it up. I have uh, many signs before, but that particular one, I fell asleep, I woke up and I had not messed it up. What a pro. <laughs> <Writing. That's awesome. laughs>
0: I think you probably knew, I don't want to have to redo this sign subconsciously. You were thinking, don't oh. mess it up because I don't want to have to redo Absolutely.
2: it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, it's yes, very embarrassing to do a big sign or to do a sign and realize that you misspelled something. That's the most embarrassing thing. It's yeah.
0: And I was thinking about, um, you know, when you're in grade school and you're making posters for school and you like make the first two letters too big, and then you have to shrink Mm them.
2: Well, that's, see, this is what I would love to do a brain scan of my brain while I'm making signs, because I don't ever lay them out. Occasionally I will, if I really have to, but for the, you know, 99.9%, I don't lay out at all. And I just, my brain, I I would love to see how my brain is doing that calculus while I'm figuring out how that's going to fit all in one line or whatever. And then it, every once in a while, I'll have to say, dang it, and start over again. But very rarely, I would love to see how my brain does that, but I don't know. That's amazing. Yeah, spatially, you must just,
0: you Somehow. just invisible calculation. Yeah, exactly. Yes, I'm really bad at math, but I can do that. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> Not that, but bad at math. <laughs> right, right. Um, so is there anything you're looking forward to this year, like food or music
2: or artists that you're
0: become friends with over
2: the years and seeing. You know, I just love being out there. I just love being out there so much. And I can't even think exactly of who's playing. You'd think I would know John Batiste. I'm excited oh, about him. Yeah. I always love, I don't care where he's playing. I love to see him. I just, I don't know. I just, I love the, the vibe of the festival. I just love being out there. And I'm, and for the second, the, most of the first weekend, I'm busy making the signs for second weekend. So I don't get to go out much at all. And then second weekend, I'm making signs for other things, <laughs> but I love being out there. I love just taking walks every day throughout the field and seeing what's going on. I just love it. Yeah. Me too. I We were answering some questions
0: here at work. Just, you know, what's your favorite things about Jazz Fest? And mine is the same, just people watching, because when else do you get such a wide spectrum of people from across, not only New Orleans, but just music lovers in general, Right. Smiling, walking around, having a great time, you know, no one's in a rush generally, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, it's just a great atmosphere of, you know, hey, we're all in this together and we're having a good time together. It's kind of like
2: carnival, but a little bit different because we're, you know, all in one spot, but right. Oh, I love it! I just love it, and you know, again, doing it every single year since 1985, there's Mm -hmm. been so much to watch, and it it makes me so happy to be out there. Oh, and and then just a little miraculous. I like watching the people come in the very first day when they open the gates in the morning, watching people come in. That's always really fun. If I can be over there for that, and uh, all of it, it's just wonderful.
0: I know. I love to see the innovative flags that people come up with every. You know, some people have the same flags for decades, and then some Mm -hmm. people come in with a flag, and you're like, now that is clever. I love that.
2: I've ended yeah. up making I've made a few flags this year for people okay. for the festival. So they'll tell me what they want and then I handwrite them and then we send them off and get them printed and made into flags for them. So you'll see some some familiar looking flags out there this year too. All right. That's excellent. Very yeah. exciting. I've become a thing. Yeah, you sure you sure
0: have. <laughs> Kelly, do you have any other questions you want to
1: ask? I was curious, like, what does your role as like what do you do as the head of the art department? Like what else does that entail throughout the year, throughout the festival? What does that look like?
2: A lot of the design work, which my, is my favorite thing in the world. So I design the backdrops, I design the headers for the stages I design. Right now I'm working on a brand new main entrance for the whole festival, a, a brand new design for that. Um, design. So just about everything you see out there around the grounds I've designed. And that's, fun amazing fun and then also all the logistics of getting that stuff printed getting it fabricated back in 1996 a friend of mine and I started a studio called Stronghold Studios and he and I were working together on Jazz Fest at that time we were just kind of forming all of these ideas and so we opened Stronghold to work on Jazz Fest and other things and um, I ended up leaving the company just before Katrina Mm because Katrina got a big thing in everybody's life and then he stayed on, but then we worked together during the festival. He stayed on owning the studio and doing things for people. But uh, uh, last year he turned the studio over to his son, Ian and, and, and Ian's wife, Coco. So Ian and Coco Darrow own Stronghold Studios now. And they're, they do so many of the house floats around the city. Most of those that you see are done by Stronghold, which just made, does my heart good to see them wow. doing so well. And they're so good at what they do. It makes me so happy. So they still design I mean I designed and then they build the stuff for Jazz Fest. So we have a second generation building it and that makes me really happy too to work with them.
1: That's that's funny that you say that because we've um we interviewed Vance Vocorison of Vocorison sausages. Right. Yes.
2: It,
1: it's funny how um both like the the people for example, my family's been going to Jazz Fest for generations. I, my mom brought me along, like in a carrier, when I was, you know, like two years old, essentially. And yeah, yeah. and it's such a family generational type of thing. And it's, I think, it's very New Orleans of of any type of event or festival or anything. It's a very, it's very New Orleans for it to be such a generational thing, and that so many people stay on. And then now, like you, you know, you said you're working with the second generation right. of this, it's, it's very much a, um a family affair for, uh, for all aspects of, of
2: jazz fest. It's very new Orleans of us. <laughs> it is. It Truly, really, truly is. And I love that. I love that so much, so much about that. Yeah. I it's very special
0: to the city for sure. And, you know, yeah. I think that's why people keep coming back because they know they can see the work of, you know, other generations before them and they can just keep coming and they it's familiar but also
2: um, one thing thing i love too is that so many of us who work here at this festival at jazz fest have been working for 30 40 50 years and i'm serious about that so many of us and i love i love having grown up with these people they're very much like family to me because i've known them all for so many years and i think that so many businesses people change out constantly and again you know, we all have assistance now because we need some people coming up behind us so we're training new people but um but i just love the fact that jazz fest has that 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 generational strong, long going back 50 years feel to it because we are that's what we do and we love it so much this is not by any by any means a business that people kind of come in and out of we do it because we love it and we come back every year because we love it so much and i think that is
1: neat as heck
2: <laughs> i do too
1: that's a very that was a very new orleans type of answer too. <laughs> like, yeah. if you, go, yeah, you're right. <laughs> if you go anywhere else you, you're not gonna see that same you know people that have been working together for decades like that right. on the same right. you know same type of thing and still keep that passion as years go by you know right. even when things like Katrina happened, the coronavirus happened, like everyone, you know, is still so passionate about it and make sure, you know, to come back, involve new generations and, and continue on
2: going. Right. Right. Yeah. It's very cool. Very cool. I've, I've got somebody working with me. I'm kind of teaching him stuff. I'm still making the signs though. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) but his name is Philip, and he's, he's, this is his first year and I'm, you know, he's my assistant and I'm kind of showing him how this all works. And it's interesting also in my own brain, figuring out how it works to show it to him. I just oh do god. it. Right. Yeah.
0: You just do it automatically. You don't even have to think about it anymore, I'm sure.
2: Right, right. Philip,
1: man.
0: Oh my god, I know. Because I mean, he's got what, the most amazing teacher. What
1: a way, what a way to learn.
0: <laughs> you were very kind, thank you. Well, I think that was I I've learned so much today. Every time we talk to someone, I'm I'm just always amazed by the stories that we I just never knew. You think you know something, but you start talking and you hear these stories and it just continues to amaze and delight. And it's just it's so great. And thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy schedule. I know right now is crunch time. Oh yes, indeed. But so we really appreciate you taking a few minutes to talk with us today.
2: And thank you for doing what you do. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for, <laughs> for caring about it and inviting me to do this. I really appreciate it.